Hello, before we begin, tickets are now available for the Zeniel Dome's Little Dome live at the Aberystwyth Comedy Festival. That's on Sunday, the 1st of October at 8.30pm. Tickets are available at abbercomedyfest.co.uk. Abber is spelt A-B-E-R. Right, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Zenial Dome's Little Dome. My name is Gareth Gwynn. And I'm Essel Sears. And this is the version of the Zenial Dome podcast in which we look back at this month in Zenial history. And today I'm bringing along September 1981. I was six months old. So very little of this. <laughs> very will, little. Yeah. Will have had an immediate effect on you. <laughs> I know. Um, but may- maybe, I, th- I think some of these things w- you will have encountered later in life. Let's start with this. Uh, September the 1st, 1981, the Little Miss books began. What are they? Little Miss Sunshine, oh. Little Miss Naughty, Little Miss whatever. Are they Mr. Little Men? Little Miss Bossy. So, the Mr. Men, we'd already had a decade of Mr. Men. Oh. Mr. Men had been running around Mr. Manland, <laughs> unfettered. This feels like the Barbie film reversed. Up to no good. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's, so there were 10 years of Mr. Men books. It's 1971, Roger Hargreaves made the first Mr. Man book. 1981, they brought out the Little Miss books. That's really interesting. Same, same author, female characters. Yeah. It is worth noting that in 1978, he did Animals. Before women. Uh, before women. Fuck <laughs> yeah, off. Which I, didn't, which I didn't know. There oh was a set of books in the same style called Tim Book 2, which were animals which i didn't know anything about do you remember when we talked about in that episode about um the test tube baby oh yeah and after successfully doing a human one they went back to do an animal one yes they did yeah it it, it has a sense of that to it like why are you doing animals why are you doing them in this order (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the first bunch were little miss bossy so I think that was first one through the gate. This feels, that actually feels quite apt, considering <laughs> th- this aligns with when I was born and, and I'm known in my family as being quite bossy. <laughs> also, I think it's quite funny that they went, oh, we, we open with Little Miss Bossy. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Little Miss Naughty, Little Miss Neat, Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. Those were the first four. And then Tiny Trouble, Helpful, Magic, Shy, Splendid, late, scatterbrain, and greedy. Splendid? Uh, yeah, Little Miss Splendid was on. Okay, the list. that's a weird one. How was she splendid? Uh, oh, she does look splendid. She's got a very fancy hat on. Oh, right. Yes, yes, she does. She looks like she's um, in charge of something. She looks like she's in charge of a fate. <laughs> yes, the tombola. <laughs> yeah, she, she runs the tombola in. in... On the Mr. Men wiki page. Yeah. Oh, I've spent a um, lot so they... of time on that page oh, in the have last you? couple of days. <laughs> That's really... Between you and me now, they're thinking, we've probably doubled like the, the amount of visitors to that they're site. They're probably going like, there's a lot of interest from Xennials. They're probably getting the little <laughs> data things yeah. coming through. Like, these people who tend to only Google for blood pressure are suddenly looking at the Mr. Yeah. Men site. <laughs> Oh, what they say? Stylish, elegant, sophisticated, chic, fashionable, trendy, up-to-date, snobbish, sassy, vain. Um, likes being the most beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Dislikes ruining her outfits. 
anyone more beautiful than her, common people. <laughs> they love it. It's like shape, round, weight, average, height, normal little miss height. <laughs> <laughs> I want you now to stop looking at that website because oh. uh, I I spent so much time on the website, I went, I'm going to make a quiz. <gasps> Which of these are real little men and little misses? Oh my God, I love a quiz, but I'm really shit at them. <laughs> right, so the, the definition of what a little man or little miss is. Okay. Because obviously there's the books, mm-hmm. but now and again they will make ones for special occasions. Okay. And as long as they are recognised by the official... Um, estates of Roger Hargreaves and the little Mr. Man and Little Miss World, yeah. then it's then they're in the family. And okay? they have to sign them off, I imagine. Yeah. And you've made some up yourself. Yeah. <gasps> okay, so first up, Little Miss Twins. Oh. Are they real or not? Oh. I feel like they should be. They were one of the books. Little mate, that you are right. They are one. They were one of the books, but they're based on Roger Hargreaves' twin daughters. Oh, which I find odd, given that it took like thirteen years since inventing the series before he went. Oh, I could do one about my kids. Yeah, I have daughters. Also, li- little Miss Twins. I always think is like, what's what's the defining personality of this Mister Man or Little Miss? Oh, it looks identical to another one. So he just has to draw them twice. Yeah, just draw them twice. <laughs> So Little Miss Twins exist, but... That's nice. Uh, what about Little Miss Cronenberg? As in the beer? Little Miss Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to say yes, and because, because I wanted to be true, and then I want to find out why. Um, yes, it's true. No, it's not true. <gasps> oh! But Little Miss Stella is... <gasps> okay, this makes sense now. I know where you've gone with this. They made one... <laughs> Designed after Stella McCartney. Oh, okay. Uh, and they did a thousand limited edition books for her spring summer collection. Wow! So she, Imagine. She, yeah. Would you rather be made into a Simpsons character or a Little Miss or Mister Men character? So there was a fashion in the early two thousands for those flash animations where you could click on, pick a body, pick a color, pick a hair, pick a oh, thing. Oh, okay. And there was a Simpson one, and there was a. Mr. Men one, and there was a South Park one, and all those sort of things where you right. just click the parts. I am weirdly easy to turn into any one of those cartoon characters. Really? The South Park version of me looks more like me than I do. The, <laughs> the Simpsons one of me is ridiculously like me. And even oh the God. Mr. Men one of me, which is just a yellow ball with curly hair and glasses, you go like, yeah, that's who that is. It, they, they, all three of them are ridiculous. Hashtag new profile pic. I, um. I can be turned into any... It's it's too easy to turn me into a cartoon character. I, fundamentally, I don't think I work fully in three dimensions. I think I... <laughs> I think I was built to be two-dimensional. Gareth, you have a great personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what about Mr. Octopus? Ooh... Oh, no, fake. That, that one's real. What? <laughs> Mr. Octopus is real. Why? Um, he was released only in Hong Kong sure. to promote their octopus card, which was like their version of an oyster card, like the transport But then card. that makes sense then, as soon as you said but that. 
I, but th- there are a big bunch, which I'm not going to do as questions, that are just ridiculous. Okay. There was Little Miss Wasteless. Oh, like an eco <laughs> thing. Pro- an eco one. And Mr. Glug, who was made to promote Evian water. Oh, Evian's the worst. Why would you do that? Why would you sully Mr. Man and... Oh, I don't like... Um, the the Miss, Miss Wasteless. Yeah. What's a better way of saying that? Yeah, I wondered that. Little Miss Recycle. Little Miss Preloved. That makes it sound like she's been dumped. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, What about Little Miss Baby? (sighs) Yes. Yeah, that did exist. Can you guess what Little Miss Baby's deal was? She just cried all the time. She's one of the Spice Girls. And they did oh! them for the Spice Girls. They did Sporty, which makes sense. Little Miss Sporty makes sense. Yeah. They did Little Miss Scary. Um, they did Little Miss Ginger. Does that make sense as a character? <laughs> Weirdly. I mean, Jerry Halliwell <laughs> used it. Weirdly, they didn't do Posh, which is the only one that definitely works as a character. <laughs> oh, my and God. And then they ended up doing what? Little Miss Baby. If you were Victoria Beckham... You'd be really pissed off. I think this was that weird period where they were doing stuff as a four without her. Oh, okay. But still. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like an omission then. Yeah. She was still alive. What about Mr. Isle of Man? Oh, no. I can see him. Boat shoes. Chinos. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yes. Yes, Mr. <gasps> Isle of Man exists. He was created for the Isle of Man Festival by Adam Hargreaves, who has, has taken over the Mr. Men world. Uh, quote from the website, he has a beaming smile and is unique as being the only Mr. Man character to have three legs. What? <laughs> yeah. No, because that means something different as well. That means something... Ve- He's got three legs. No. He's a Mr. Man with three legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Is is the other man where they have the cats with no tail? They've got the cats with no tails, and they've got the flag, which is like three feet. Yeah. Oh, yes. So that's that's where that's come from. And my last one for the quiz, Mr. Brawler. Okay, I'm imagining him with big muscles, so I'm going to say yes. Yes, he is a real Mr. Man. Mr. Brawler is a violent and aggressive sociopath. His violent nature and tendency to pick fights is likely why his book was a French and Greek exclusive edition. (laughs) As that sort of behaviour is inappropriate and considered assault in the United Kingdom and United States. Oh, but in France, it's... Part of the culture. Especially after your story of being kicked in the stomach while in France, I did think, oh, maybe if this is what they're reading to their kids at a young (gasps) age, this is why... It's all making sense now. Uh, His English name was originally going to be Mr. Crosspatch, which suits his bad temper, but was changed to Mr. Brawler to likely better suit his constant need to fight. But Uh, then the word brawl, there's something more jovial about a brawl. Yeah, so in, in French... The book was released as Monsieur. Now, I, my French is terrible. Is 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 it Bagarreur? Bagarreur. That could well be Monsieur Bagarreur. Yes, we'll very that. possibly. He's like a red bean-shaped guy with his fists clenched, ready to go. Is he wearing a beret? He's not wearing a beret. They don't make a no. big deal of the fact he's French. It's just oh, it, it, they didn't just put a beret on all the Mister Men when they did them in French. 
That would have been excellent. <laughs> if you watch the French, when they've all got a beret on. <laughs> oh, he does look like a bean. Oh, but he looks quite sad. I imagine that the moral of it is that, like, at his heart, he is a very, you know, things aren't going well for Mr. Troubled Brawler. man. He's, he's oh. a troubled Mr. Man. Oh, I think he's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying about, um, like, the fact that they had special versions for, for France and, and Greece. I was born into a Welsh-speaking family. Welsh was my first language. And at the time, there weren't very many Welsh books for kids mm. at all. So my mum is a book editor. Um, mm-hmm. So she would buy English books and translate them herself, handwrite it out, and then laminate them. Oh, so she oh, would wow. so she would write the text out, put it over the English text in the books, and laminate it so they looked like. So I grew up thinking that all these books were in Welsh, oh, that's and she, fun. yeah, and she did a lot of the Mister Men ones. So, so they did start translating them, but my mum was a pioneer, and she didn't get that. She didn't like do one and then send it in and go. I've done it. Just yeah, no, can you type no. this out, please? I know, but like she, she did this for so many books That's when incredible. we were younger. Have you still There's got a, them? Yeah, yeah, and I've used some of them with my kids. Like she gave some of them to me when I had my kids, and so they're handwritten, handwritten so neatly, and then laminated over the English text. Did you ever think, oh, Welsh books have a much more cursive? <laughs> well it's um, a little bit like hmm, this handwriting is very similar to father christmas's handwriting. <laughs> 9th of september 1981 a tv channel launches called starview it was a movie channel which was a premium cable tv channel so this is really early, like, pay-per-view television. Is this an American thing? Tele- no, this is in Britain. So it's not a proper subscription TV in Britain. Yeah. So there were only five places you could get this. Burnley, Hull, Pontypridd, Reading, and Tunbridge Wells. Five places. What's the link there? Uh, whether they had the infrastructure for cable to be like... Because you had to plug it into your wall to get these extra, extra channels. Because of the way it was set up... Every town paid a different amount. So it was cheapest in Hull at £8, but it what? was £12 if you were watching it in Reading. <laughs> but for the same channel. I've got and, so and, many questions. <laughs> and they reckon there were about 22,000 homes that could have had it at the time. Okay, could have? Yeah. Oh, the number that had it would have been tiny, <laughs> I think. So the first film they ever shown was a film called The Sea Wolves. Okay. I've never heard of it. This is my favourite fact about the whole system. So the schedule was basically two films a day, um, 7pm and 9pm. But Fridays and Saturdays also got an 11pm slot for an X-rated film. (gasps) Oh my God. So one third of that channel was porn. On that day. Because it's two. Yeah, yeah. On on the Saturday. On a Saturday, yeah, a third of the channel would be porn. (laughs) And then wow. on Sunday they did a matinee showing at five, which was probably I don't know something very religious to make up for what they put out on the Saturday night. Think of all the people you know from Pontypridd. This is helping. This, this is. Helping. <laughs> they had porn pumped into their house <laughs> twice a week. 
And I bet we're thinking about the same person. And yeah, explains so much. It's such a weird <laughs> thing. But I, I, this led me down a rabbit hole of the early days of cable television. I've never really understood cable. Like, I've never really understood how it works. Because satellite TV, I get it, there's a satellite. Yeah, there's a dish. Yeah. yeah. But so cable... cable, you had a hole in your wall that you yeah. plugged in. And that led to, like, getting television through that as an, as an optional channel. C- cable makes me feel sad, though. Whenever when I, And I, again, I don't know what it's based on. But whenever people talk about cable, it makes me feel really sad. Yeah, I, I think because of satellite dishes looked modern. Yeah, but it this all it does feel very 1981. Yes, doesn't it? Um, I, I feel like I, I'm I'm the the human form of of cable. <laughs> <laughs> Never fully moving forwards, just you know the pretense of progress, <laughs> like, the, uh, doing the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> There was a channel that was one of these cable TV channels more into the mid-80s that was called Lifestyle. Okay. And it was a lot of American stuff. Um, and a lot, and it, was, it was aimed squarely at women. But the bit that I didn't know is that it was owned by W.H. Smiths. <laughs> and the W.H. Smiths basically had their own television channel in the 80s. What? Until when? Until when did this run? Like the late 80s. There was a show called Charlie Prickett, It Figures, Everyday Workhouse, Farmhouse Kitchen, and The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. <laughs> which ended up inspiring Glow, the Netflix show. I just... <sighs> I was quite fascinated by the idea that Dominic Smith has a television channel. Like, the idea of a TV channel that is owned by people who basically sell you pens and back-to-school merch. But it was obviously going to be feeding into some kind of business model, or... Yeah, I don't know at what point they were... They were going to go. Do you know what? Why we got you? <laughs> Why we got you? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, do you remember? This is a weird thing. Do you remember the WH Smiths Club that you could join as a kid? No. I well, I was a member of the WH. Of course, Smiths you were. Club, <laughs> and it was you got um. So right when we interviewed Trevor and Simon, yeah. Uh. I, I, we put online the photo I've got of the Trevor and Simon stupid book signed. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. I won that through the WH Smith's club. Oh, wow. So okay. you sent off something saying that you were a fan of WH Smith's as a child, which I was. Uh... <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> well, this is the thing. It went, it sold the Beano, which is basically what I was after at the time. <laughs> so yeah. you joined, and I remember you got a magazine in which a group of cats... <laughs> I already love it. And four cats basically told you what was cool in WH Smith's that week. So they're cool cats. Yeah, they were cool cats. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, they were cool Kevin. cats. There were five cool cats. There you go. And one of them liked music, and one of them liked books. I don't know why the others liked what Cable? A, what other Did, did one of them, them like cable? One, one of them was obsessed with a TV channel called Lifestyle. That no one else had heard of. Watching enforced porn every Saturday night. <laughs> like crazy cat. Yeah, I totally forgot about the W. Smith magazine. And yeah, you got a magazine every quarter and you had badges of the cats, which Ooh. no one wore in public because no. you don't want to mark yourself out as a kid who's obsessed with W. Smith to the point they joined the no. club. Especially, where did you grow up? Neath. 
Nice, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> you're not waving those hands. Nice is my home, definitely. Smith. I don't know if you have to declare yourself. You have to make yourself like the Masons, where you have to be part of a lodge. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like the Masons, where there's a secret handshake oh. and a badge of a cat. Do you know what? I'm just. I'm gonna Google it. I can't. I can't carry on without googling Google, the cats unless they've got a new kids club. Oh. I doubt it. They don't have any money to run any kids. Oh clubs my anymore. goodness me! The Smith set. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> oh, I don't remember them. Those are the cool cats who loved. They look Smiths. so cool, Gareth. So and that cool. That one in the green jumper who's got W H. You know his... it. You know the white cat. Is she carrying a cat carrier? <laughs> 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 Inside which is a cat. A Inside which cat. is a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, look. On eBay, someone is selling the pack you got when you joined <gasps> with all the stickers and the letter from the cats to say thanks for joining. Hi, it's WH here with a big welcome to the club. I'll be telling you how to stop moles from digging in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's what every seven-year-old child needs to learn. This has been enlightening. Yeah, there's a there was more going on in 1981 than you think. September 1981. Yeah, I was around. That was plenty. Things I... have kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> well and truly. Oh, thanks for uh, that. Enjoyed it good um if you want to get in touch about if you were a member of the smith set genuinely get in touch with, with, any, <laughs> with any merch that you might still have uh our email address is the at hotmail.com or you can tweet the Dome or instagram Dome. i will quickly mention that we did have a message last week about what shop would you most like to do a sweep in yeah and tom got in touch to st- absolutely incredulous that neither of us suggested the lego store yeah we're idiots. Lego... Yeah, I think the Lego store, pound for pound. You know there's that fact that um, the most expensive item in the world is printering. Yes. <laughs> that I, I feel like pound for pound Lego's pretty expensive, so I feel like a sweep in the Lego store. If you did that and then whacked it on eBay, I think you could have an incredible markup on that. That's true. Although, if you've got a trolley and you're putting Lego into the trolley, the Lego's going to fall out of the trolley, you know, because you... I, I, do you know I what I mean? I presume it's in the boxes. I presume <laughs> <it> <laughs> I was just imagining, like, Piling sweeping it with my arms. I'm <laughs> going straight through the basket. Just one piece That's... at a time. And then just falling through the, the you wire. Get, get to the end with an em- a completely empty trolley. Just a trail of Lego behind you. Oh, it's just like when I did the supermarket one. I filled it with beans. <laughs> Individual <laughs> beans. Oh, God. I knew I shouldn't have taken rice. <laughs> Um, so yeah Great. get in touch with Thanks, what shot you would like to do a sweep, <laughs> a sweep yeah. in um, we will be back at the same time next week thank you very much for listening goodbye bye Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Pennant. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. (laughs) 
Hello, this is Football Book Club Podcast, the podcast where every episode we read another footballer's autobiography. He basically says their incentive to win the World Cup was that Nancy Delio was going to make them some pasta. We read all the classics, Darren Huckabee's, Huck's, Frank Lampard's, Totally Frank, and of course, The Life and Times of Barry Ferguson. This wasn't something I planned to say, but he's given me real Paddington vibes. And we're often joined in doing so by guests from the world of comedy and football. I believe this book was written near David Ginola. <laughs> I don't believe it was written by David Schindler. So, if you like your books less Jane Austen, more Charlie Austen, less Dickens, more Dickov, listen now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts.